0: It was to be quite the spectacle. Someone in Pittsburgh had put together a massive display for the holidays, something that would not only be a great spot for a selfie, but also something that would, in fact, have set a world record. The 35-foot-long vinyl inflatable pickle would have been the largest pickle ornament in existence. But during a final test Wednesday, crews turned their back on the giant inflated pickle and then heard a massive psst as the darn thing sprung a leak and soon, what was once erect and majestic, was left to be a pile of fabric fluttering in the breeze. Organizers later told a TV station there that while their pickle may have deflated, their spirits have not. <laughs> Are they going to try to fix it? You think, Cliff? I don't. I don't think so. And- I think they. the it, it, it ripped a big one. Oh well, the the side of the pickle i don't think they can fix it
1: (laughs) kind of like my uncle used to at christmas time
0: (laughs) probably probably different it's probably different well
1: it was all a guess i'm telling you that well that's true we're going to ride this two-footer into 2021 cliff (laughs) are you referring to
0: the christmas tree
1: yes we're riding it hard into 2021 okay i told you it had a head (laughs) did i not no
0: you absolutely did yes ever seen a tree like that in your life cliff well, I'm I'm getting to the picture right now. I'm assuming Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> that's 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 bizarre. It's and, bizarre. And it fits
1: us too. And oh, it fits yeah. this whole year 2020. It certainly does. So if you're curious, <laughs> go to Weed yeah. and Cliff in the morning on Facebook. That's right.
0: If you go on our social media Weeden Cliff in the morning, there you will find the picture of the official Christmas tree. Now adorning the uh, lobby area of the radio station.
1: Now we uh, downsized it just a touch. Usually we have a like a four footer in there, but I yes. thought this year doesn't deserve a full four feet. <laughs> <laughs> we're just giving it two foot this <laughs> year, Cliff. It's <laughs> giving. You know, here's
0: here's here's how 2020 is going. We cut our Christmas tree in half and put a unicorn head on it, <laughs> and unceremoniously. You know, usually the lights over the courthouse, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, now, yeah. Right. Uh, those are turned on with great fanfare by the mayor during the Christmas parade, but they're not having any of that this year. So someone just turned them on last night. <laughs> there we go. Night. Yeah. And one of the strands isn't working. There
1: you go. That's 2020 right <laughs> there. Three
0: out of four are working.
1: <laughs> my, my. Where are my manners this morning, Cliff? talk about manners. Welcome, one and all. To the morning road show,
0: you forgot to do that. This I morning. did. Yes.
1: Just settle back and let the music glide over you this morning, or under you, if that's what you prefer. We're not going to yeah. judge you, Cliff. <laughs> no. For you, let the Cer- music hit you.
0: Certainly not. We the list of things people didn't really like about Frances Kogelja were long, but in the end, none of them were what got her to quit her job. The woman was first elected to the school board in Hackensack, New Jersey, in 2018 and was set to run for re-election in the coming year. And it's possible she would have faced an uphill campaign, considering during her time in office, she initially refused to support a school board resolution that formally adopted a stance of being anti-racist. She abstained from that vote. Well, everyone else said yes. And before that, she was in hot water for formally being on the record against an LGBT curriculum. In fact, she called a new state law mandating such classes in New Jersey, disgusting. And yet, in spite of all that, she continued to take her seat at the school board desk, turning aside or just flat out ignoring anyone who would criticize her stances on whatever issues came up. And when the pandemic started and school board meetings went virtual, she continued to do the same thing except over the computer screen. In fact, it wasn't until Monday that Kojelja became so embarrassed by her actions that she decided to quit, resigning from the school board the very next day. And while she complained about the direction she felt the country was heading during the LGBT fiasco, We all knew where she was heading when during the Monday Board of Education meeting via Zoom, she picked up her laptop and carried it to the bathroom (laughs) where she proceeded to conduct school board business from the comfort of her own toilet. And as they say, the job isn't done until the paperwork is completed, apparently forgetting that Zoom is a public event and people can see what you're doing. So part of the paperwork included a resignation letter.
1: (laughs) Well, occasionally on this program... There is a touching moment that occurs occasionally.
0: Uh, A touching moment? Yes. How does that happen? A
1: moment that inspires one or more listeners. Okay. Something that happens on here. And our touching moment occurred on Wednesday, Cliff. If you recall, Ralph, the truck driver. Yeah, had us play a certain song that he wanted to yes. call his wife and sing to her that oh, song that we were right. playing.
0: That was pretty. That was pretty sappy, I thought.
1: It was sappy, but it was a yeah. touching moment, and I believe that has inspired this caller here this morning, Cliff. Okay. okay. Happy morning, Phil uh, Did you ever tell you guys I was a Irish Elvis impersonator? Uh, yeah. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> I don't have cockles in my heart, Cliff. I don't know what that <laughs> really is. And let's, um, even though that was quite touching from Phil McCracken, let's yeah. not call in any more singing Christmas tunes to us, okay? Can we make that a rule, Cliff, until let's, the end that's of a... That's uh, a
0: rule, yes. We, uh, we don't need any of that
1: whatsoever. I saw this story this morning, Cliff, and I thought... Yeah. This is how retirement home residents should be treated. It's in Ontario, Canada, where this (laughs) happened. Okay. And you know, with the pandemic dragging on and on and holding on and families unable to visit their uh, loved ones in the nursing homes, Mm. the staff and the uh, helpers there at this retirement home in this big city of Ontario, they got creative to help ease the boredom of the residents. What they did was they got each and every resident that wanted one, a, a Nerf gun, a Nerf gun, a Nerf gun, <laughs> like a rifle kind of a, like the big Nerf guns, not the little ooh, pistols.
0: Ooh, the good ones. Oh yeah, yeah the, the
1: good, good ones. ones. Yeah. Everyone that wanted to participate got that, and then they put up yep. a bunch of artificial trees in their um, cafeteria, okay. strategically placed throughout, and they had the residents come in and sit down. And the um, folks that work at the nursing home dressed up in fuzzy deer suits. And when you saw the deer walk behind or in front of the uh, tree, <laughs> you took your Nerf gun and shot you a deer, and they fell oh, on the floor no, when you hit no. them. That's <laughs> like
0: they were dead. <laughs>
1: Is that not awesome?
0: That's awesome.
1: I would like to do that myself with a Nerf That'd gun. Be fun. It would I be think,
0: fun. I think... In, uh, under more normal circumstances people might actually pay to do that i think they would too
1: cliff i really <laughs> think they would <laughs> and we wow. could be the deer that would run around right well
0: you you could be the deer <laughs> you don't want to be the deer uh, you be the deer and, and i'll and i'll sell the tickets out front i thought exactly. you was going to
1: say you'd be the shooter. So. <laughs>
0: well i think there's plenty of people who are listening every morning who would line up to shoot you well yeah, well yeah <laughs>
1: Well, yesterday I was cramming leftovers in my refrigerator. Yeah. Right behind the leftovers from last year.
0: <laughs> it's still in there.
1: Well, I like to rotate my stock, Cliff. I don't. <laughs> I don't preserve want...
0: fresh. Right. Yeah.
1: Yes, I yeah. want the you know. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> freshness. Yes, right. and yeah. I discovered something I never knew, Cliff. What's that? Did you know that Cool Whip, mm. after a while in the refrigerator, yeah. actually starts to mold. Well, yeah. I didn't know that until yesterday. (laughs) I just thought it was like, you know, kind of like a Twinkie. You could keep it in there forever. But when I took the lid off of last year's leftovers. Yeah,
0: nope, nope, Mm mm-mm.
1: And (laughs) so once I saw that, I went, I'm not looking at any of the other bowls I have in there. You just threw it all away. No. Well, the Cool Whip I did. Oh, okay. Not the leftovers. You just left
0: everything else yes, in. Yes, I left everything else in. And and the good leftovers are now behind the bad leftovers.
1: Yes, well, i got to rotate. <laughs> I understand, Cliff, that today on Black Friday, though, yeah. the Amazon Kindle is available for only $60.
0: Really? If you're not wow. familiar
1: with what that is, it's like an iPad, minus the part where, you know, anybody actually wants the thing. That's why it's <laughs>
0: 60 bucks. We do can leave to most any government in the land the ability to talk out of both sides of their mouth, especially during a pandemic. Let's start with the mayor of Denver, Colorado, man named Michael Hancock. The three term Democrats spent a lot of time in the media leading up to the Thanksgiving holiday, imploring residents of his fair city to stay home, to avoid the spread of coronavirus, including a Wednesday press conference where he urged the citizens to pass the potatoes and not COVID and then Less than an hour after the conclusion of said press conference, he was on a plane bound for Mississippi to meet up with his wife and daughter for Thanksgiving celebrations, thus qualifying himself for entry into the do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do Hall of Fame. And now we take you to Arizona, where, like most everywhere else, coronavirus is skyrocketing and ICU bed capacity is in the neighborhood of 70%. Less than 200 ICU beds are available in the entire state government there, though, seems to be determined to press ahead with what health experts say is the last thing that should be happening, spending millions of dollars starting today on a marketing campaign just to get tourists to come visit Arizona.
1: (laughs) Cliff, I know you know a lot of things. I'm not sure if you can help out on this one, though, or not. What's what's that? Are you very familiar with unicorns?
0: (laughs) I'm not really all that familiar with unicorns. Do you
1: have any knowledge of unicorns?
0: Well, I know they got, you know one horn sticking out of their forehead and they look a lot like horses and they're also mythical in nature.
1: Well, can you ride a unicorn hard and put it up wet? (laughs) Because I think that's what's happened to our 2020 morning road show Christmas tree. When you get a good look at it, Cliff from the front, because I'm a little fearful to look at this thing from behind (laughs) the left left side of this is gappy. It's gappy. Oh, yes. Okay. And the right side is all scrunched up. And I've been grabbing this thing all morning, trying to pull it around to where it would look halfway decent. And as soon as you you know, pull one of the limbs one way, it snaps back in place. This thing looks hideous when it's all set up. And (laughs) and it wouldn't have killed the manufacturer, I don't think, to have put some decent lights on the thing. These white lights aren't getting it for me. Well, earlier, Cliff, I mentioned that a voice message came in that should yeah. capture your ear. Yes. Here it is. Christmas time's is coming. Have you guys heard anything from Elfie McElpherson in this whole pandemic <laughs> thing? I kind of wonder how he's making out.
0: You know, I've kind of wondered that myself, Cliff. Have you heard uh-huh. from Elfie? Um, well, it's about time of the year when we do hear from Elfie, you know, when he's... Starts to come around looking for donations. (laughs) You think he's okay, though, in this pandemic? I mean, with the pandemic, it's affecting everyone. So it's got to affect the Elf community as well. But how, I don't know. Um, Would you like for me to get in touch with uh, Elfie McElpherson?
1: Maybe we should take that up on a vote, Cliff, from our wonderful listeners if we hear (laughs) from Elfie or not.
0: (laughs) Okay. I I think that's, you want to do like the text message thing? Let's do that, Cliff.
1: Well, that didn't take long, did it, Cliff? No, not at all. I'm a little <laughs> bit disappointed. I'm li- more than a little bit disappointed.
0: Why is that? But we're going to go with what the listeners want done. Well, it was pretty well <sighs> unanimous now, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm going to call Elfie McElpherson
1: and see what he's up to. Well, you know him. He doesn't like me. For some reason, Cliff, <laughs> as likable <laughs> as I am, you know yeah. he's had it out for me for a long time.
0: Well, I mean, this is true. I think it's uh hes ch- hes he feels a challenge from you know your arms. You think that's, what, I think it that's is? what it is? Yeah, he's like, he's like that. Dude's a lot like me, and he's at small in stature and has short arms <laughs> and mashed
1: potato hands.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that Elfie
1: too, yeah. does have soft hands. I will admit that, Cliff. The one time I <laughs> shook his hand, you know what I was thinking of, Cliff, during the uh, news there at nine o'clock. Probably not work, but go ahead. Well, I no, I was thinking. <laughs> If flossing your teeth felt as good as sticking a Q-tip in your ear, dentists yeah. would be out of work. I'm telling you. But you're absolutely
0: right. There's never like, even thought about that.
1: There's yeah. like a button inside your ear that if you yeah. hit it, it <laughs> almost makes your leg just kind of jerk a little
0: bit. <laughs> Kind of like, you know, scratching the dog in that one spot that he likes so much.
1: It is. There's something soothing about a Q-tip jammed in your ear. Not too far now.
0: Oh, yeah, because it's like one-sixteenth of an inch too far, and it's bad news.
1: Yes, and they tell you (laughs) not to do it at all. At all. At all. It's even on the uh, Q-tip, and I'm like, what else
0: is this good for? Can you name anything else, Cliff, a Q-tip is good for? Well, I mean, there are other things, but I'd have to stop Kind of put me on the spot here. I'm sure there are many things that a Q-tip is good for. Besides, women sticking probably in your have air. more use for them than us dudes do. Well, they have makeup and whatnot. Yeah.
1: Even though Cliff, I uh, yeah. Well, good to have you back. I'll say that first of all. <laughs> Thanks for coming back on, Cliff.
0: <laughs> Sorry. You know, you know, you 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 always tell me we're going to come back after this song, whatever song that is. Right. And the little window somehow it got scrolled up, and so I was not waiting for brett young or whatever it was (laughs) i was waiting for some other song (laughs) i understand i
1: it's a little different when we're not in the same room together that's for sure but even though cliff i appreciate the sentiment by text message and somebody's out shopping for christmas i have no need for a possessed ken doll i hate dolls to begin (laughs) with
0: a possessed ken possessed ken i didn't
1: even know they had those things out And so I have no need for that. Thank you. I even replied to the text, no thanks. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Today's Take It to the Bank, Cliff, is inspired Mm -hmm. by Eric Church. Okay. Now, Eric Church, when he was trying to make it big, got a big break, and so he got to tour with Rascal Flatts and be the opening act for Rascal Flatts. Okay, And they had a stage and they said, under no circumstances are you to walk on this part of the stage, way out here in the crowd, and your time (laughs) limit is exactly set at this many minutes. Uh And he did that for a while until one night, he just said, to heck with it, walked all the way out to where he wasn't supposed to be and they played way, way, way over their time limit. <laughs> and
0: Thus ending his run as the opening act for Rascal Flatts.
1: Exactly right, and it <laughs> dropped him back into working nightclubs and bars trying yeah. to make a living. Yeah. And this story is kind of like that. It's kind of like, I'm going to do it my way, and we're okay. going to feature on this one, Cliff, George
0: Jones. Jones. George Jones. Yes. Okay.
1: His career started picking up a lot of steam many years ago, and he thought that it was about time that he got to be the headliner. And so he yeah. was on tour with Buck Owens. And every night before the show, he would go to Buck's trailer and say, Hey, how about tonight? Tonight, let me be the headliner and you open for me. And of course, Buck Owens went, <laughs> this is like no nuts. way that's going to happen. <laughs> so this went on for a long, long time, yeah. Cliff. And so yeah. finally, after another rejection from Buck Owens, George had had enough. He went back to his bus, learned all of Buck Owens' songs, and then went out that night and played the entire Buck Owens set that he was going to perform from top <laughs> to bottom and <laughs> walked off the stage, thus yeah. ending the last time those two guys ever appeared together on stage. I think uh-huh. that's a great story, Cliff. I'm gonna, if you're not going to let me do it, I'll we'll just do I'll all just, of your stuff. I'll just do all of your stuff. Yeah.
0: Now what are you going to do? <laughs>
1: And all of that... You know,
0: uh, go ahead. I'm I'm surprised we haven't talked about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade today at all. Because there's some take-it-to-the-bank facts and figures about the much scaled-down version that was uh, held yesterday.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Okay. We'll let George do a little singing, and if you've got some okay. facts and figures, we'll do that. How's that? I absolutely will. Well, Cliff Ingram's got some facts and figures about the Macy's Day Parade yesterday. Here we go. Yes.
0: Well... Historically, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is, uh, well, it's gone on for nearly 100 years. first parade was in 1924, and it began to be uh, televised in 1953. And for a good while, that telecast was hosted by Lauren Green and Betty White in the mid-60s, as a matter of fact. Uh, Normally the parade was uh, like a two and a half mile long thing, but it was much scaled down because of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. In fact, fact, yesterday it was just basically a one block parade and much of it was a variety show. And some of the performers weren't even there, like, say, Dolly Parton, who thought it best to stay in Tennessee as opposed to risk traveling to New York City. Uh, So she uh, she went into a studio and recorded a song. Uh, on video which she then shipped off and basically her decision to not go to new york and be in the parade is being heralded today as uh one of the shining lights of what we all should be doing the uh, during the uh coronavirus pandemic so it just proves one thing what's but, that you know, those that's it's well you know those they always have those inflatable things oh like yeah floating in the air yeah It just proves that you don't have to have fun bags in the air to have entertainment on Thanksgiving morning.
1: All right, we shouldn't even have went there. (laughs) I thought you were going to be helpful. That's not helpful. Here's Jody Messina. No, it's not. No, it's not. Cliff, was there anything said today?
0: (laughs) Besides the comment about the fun bags that was just made? Yes, besides that. (laughs) Yeah, there was. Okay. Morning Roadshow phrases number three. Can you ride a unicorn hard and put it up wet oh yeah
1: <laughs> like our tree
0: yeah all right number two the comfort of her own toilet <laughs> never have a zoom meeting while you're sitting on the toilet i'm just saying number one morning roadshow phrase for today i think there's plenty of people listening every morning who'd line up to shoot you
1: <laughs> i think you're right too, Cliff.
0: i'm think. i'm thinking we could make a fair amount of money on admission for that
1: if I could survive, I could spend some of it too.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't know about any of that. Well, maybe I could make the money. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff Podcast.